me, bitches. Remind me to tell you with Remind me to tell Remind me to tell Hi guys, hi internets. 31 Savage. 31 Savage. Middle aged Savage. What are we talking about? Oh, it's a good one. Episode 31, we're talking about producers. Talk to them. Somehow we haven't gotten to this episode till now. That's customary. Yeah, right? Our uh, sirens went by. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a lot. 31? 30, oh, Took us to 31 to get to producers. I and mean, we got a lot of good ideas is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is kind of fucked up, right? Right? That's a big deal. 30, uh, producers in, in hip-hop yeah, is, is I, a big thing. Yeah, I think for maybe 30 episodes, we've always talked about talking about producers. Right. And, um, of course, we've talked about producers Right, they come up. Throughout. It's a big deal. But, uh, yeah, we just maybe just wanted to get over the 30 hump Yeah. in order to get to producers and no, give them their, their shine. Uh, yeah, and it's weird I feel like it's so the beginning of hip hop right it was DJs which was well yeah. and it was DJs making the beats people were rapping over because you know they're cutting records and so for a long time in the beginning of hip hop it was DJs and then the rapper was second the MC was secondary right yes, yes. and then it kind of flipped and it was the rappers getting the shine and producers took a back seat but I feel like there's always been like People have always paid attention to the producers because you know, like that's that's a big deal. Of course, if the beat is whack, and you know you're super lyrical and you got dope rhymes, you might not want to check for it, uh, <laughs> which happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Producers make it make it shine. Uh, yeah, like you take like a Chief Keef. Like, what would he have been without Young Chop? Right. Exactly. Like, right. It just couldn't happen. Probably right. wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, this has actually been a debate that's been going on e- even as of late, just talking about producers feeling like they don't get their just due, they don't get mm-hmm. their credit, and they need to form some kind of like union yeah, in order to get compensated. Because these days, you know, with hip-hop being so big, you know, you could literally, you know, like, so because hip-hop is so big, you know, everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to be a producer. Uh, but the producers, they could get jacked for their their work mm-hmm. much more easily oh, yeah. than they could have back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I, I get it, you know. I get why producers need to kind of watch watch their back right. uh, and, and get compensated for, for the work they put in. I feel like because Ill-Mind, it is a big yeah. deal. I feel like Illmind is a big uh, proponent of... Producers and and getting together as yeah. producers yeah, to yeah. advocate for themselves. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I would imagine producers get screwed over all the time, like all the time. Right now, a producer is getting <laughs> screwed over. Yeah, right every now. two seconds. Yeah. A producer's beat us. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is also easy to do, right? Because right, you, know, you could just straight up jack it and use it, right? Yep. You could copy if you are a producer. You could just copy what they've done, mm-hmm. right? Especially mm-hmm. if you. Or using the same workstation or same software, you can say, "Oh, that's a good idea." I'm totally just gonna jack that. Yep. Um, and with rappers, like they call you out, and it's, it's lyrical, so you're like, "Oh, I've heard that line before." Mm-hmm. When a, a lot of these beats sound the same, what to us might just sound like, "Oh, it's not the same thing." Another producer might be like, "No, that's my drum pattern that yep. you just stole." Yep. Uh, so it's messed up. It's a bad <laughs> situation for producers in a lot of ways. Right. Because I think a lot of artists are struggling to figure out like. As things keep changing, how do you make sure you get what you're due for the work that you've done? Right. Like, that's that's tricky. <laughs> yeah, it is tricky, man. And, and technology just always getting better and better is kind of to a fault for for producers. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it goes it goes hand in hand because because technology is so great these days. Producers are able to produce without having right. to get... XYZ yeah. that you needed to get back in the day, like the MPC. Yeah, you don't need a thousand dollar machine. It's exactly. crazy expensive. I mean, you could still get spend you money still if you were to that. spend money. You could still do that, definitely. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like in the last 10, 15, oh geez, I guess like 20 years now, yeah. uh, people like Soldier Boy made, yeah. said, hey, look what you could do with FL Studio with Fruity Loops. Yeah. And so then they said, it's platinum 
tracks coming out of FL Studio. Yeah. I can get FL Studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and your biggest, your, your favorite producers today are using the same thing. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? so, um, but I guess that, that's the thing. It's like, just like di- uh, digital photography, there's like a crossover period where you're like, well, no, you can't just like use a digital camera and, and, and take the same pictures you would with you know, an expensive film camera, and then technology catches up and then surpasses to the point where Swiss Beats is traveling with <laughs> software and, you know, software controllers, MIDI controllers. Right. And he's making beats on the, on the plane because mm-hmm. you can do that now. Mm-hmm. So definitely more accessibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like there are producers, just because of the internet and the way that we share things and, and stream things, I feel like there are a lot of dope producers who probably wouldn't have gotten shine otherwise because they wouldn't have had the opportunity. Like, we're in a time now where you don't need access to a big studio and lots of equipment to make a beat, get it heard because it's dope, and then get on. Yeah. So it's dope. Um, It's a double-edged sword, this technology. It it definitely, yeah, (laughs) that's exactly it. You know, it really is. Um, But in any case... uh, yeah, we are here to talk about today uh, some of our favorite or best yeah. producers uh, in hip-hop. There's some legends, right? Some that are, like, for example, uh, DJ Premier, right? Yeah. Like some, some producers make a sound of hip-hop for a long time. Yes. Uh, and we've had some do that recently, too. Um, but Premier... DJ Premier and uh, Guru were gangstar. Guru passed oh, a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. A while ago, I feel like mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, but Guru, there was a gangstar song called "Mostly Voice," which is true, and he would say that Guru would say that because he had a distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we all know <laughs> the, the production's a big deal, and that boom bap sound was DJ Premier. Other producers, also obviously, but that was like a trademark East Coast hip hop sound. Uh, Especially early on when, you know, East Coast hip hop was what it was. Yeah, so in New York, uh, DJ Premier. Yes. Uh, and, and, and it was very, like, you wouldn't see him, he, he, you know, not only just so New York, so boom bap, but uh, it's not like you, you know, producers these days, once they get on, it's like they don't go away for a while <laughs> because they'll go on a run and it's one of those runs that is just like nonstop everywhere you yeah. hear. And everyone wants one of their beats. Exactly. Yeah. And then you hear the, the, the their drop. Yeah. You know, like like Metro Boomin, for example. Yeah. I love Metro Boomin, but you know, like he's been on a run and you hear his tag, yeah. so you know it's him. Mustard did it for a while. Like Mustard, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um but Premier, you just knew it was him because of the the, sound. the scratch, the sound, right, yeah. you know, so you knew it was him. He didn't have he didn't. I mean, well, he would scratch that in every once in a while, but his name. But but, yeah, uh, but you, you de- just knew. You definitely knew more from the distinctive sound with, with other producers too, yeah. like Swiss Beats is another producer yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know from Jay Dilla is one like that. Well, you know from the sound. Knife uh, Wonders. That it's them, right? Yeah. And and those kinds of like iconic, where you know the, their sound even without the drop, they also inspire. Lots and lots of other producers too. Yeah. So like for each of those, you have spinoffs of maybe not Swiss Beats. He's kind of unique, <laughs> but, but yeah. for a lot of the other ones, you can hear their influence in a lot of other people's music. I almost want to say that Swiss, Swiss along with Pharrell, with the Neptunes, along with Timbaland, were the ones that bridged the gap. Between DJ Premier in that era mm-hmm. and the Metro Boomin era, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like well, they opened up the sounds, sounds you could use. Sound, yeah, right? exactly. Like, exactly. Like Timberland had babies crying. Yeah. And, <laughs> Jungle noises. Yeah, drops of water. Uh, yeah. yeah, drops of water on everybody's beats now. <laughs> Everyone has, yeah. has water drops in their beats these yeah. days. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but just just going back uh, to to DJ Premier, he you know um, he he. Uh, was never really like everywhere all the time, right. uh, so that's that's what made his his music that much more like prestige, you know. Yeah. And you wanted to just hold on to it because you right, knew it right. wasn't like you're gonna hear him 
uh, on a daily basis. Right. Uh, they were but, five cent beats. Where <laughs> right, right, right. Them. Yeah, exactly. But but you know, speaking of of him and his production, he is coming out with. Uh, a project with uh, Royce to Five oh, Nine. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, they had um, Prime, right? Prime, Them Prime Two, collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out uh, Christian Cruz. I just shot a video at his uh, kid I went to high school with. He has a mm-hmm. like a studio mm-hmm. where they uh, like a, a video space uh, where they shoot like short films and videos and stuff. Okay. And they just shot a video um, at his place, which is pretty dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't heard that Prime project. Or if I did, I think I played it once. And, and yeah, I think it was. It. I, I like. I went through it one time a while back. But yeah, they're 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 gearing up to release uh, Prime Two. I believe it's next week. Wow. Uh, so I mean, if you guys, you guys should definitely check that out, because one of the best producers ever uh, in DJ Premier, yeah, uh, with one of the best. Dope. Yeah. And, uh, one of the more underrated MCs today. I feel like you can say it about everybody in Slaughterhouse, right? It was oh, like yeah. they said, hey, yeah. we're so underrated, up in age MCs. Let's, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's yeah. make a super group. <laughs> and yeah. that, that was that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Anchor. Yeah. You know, we know we know Anchor uh, is going to love hearing is that we're group, talking yeah, about right? Royce the 5'9 and Slaughterhouse. And Slaughterhouse. And, it's, it's underrated for sure. Yeah. Uh, They're but, super talented. But, just, but uh, Royce the 5'9. Five Nine just uh, did a freestyle uh, over uh, with Funk Flex recently, and you know he snapped per usual. So uh, check that out. And, and Premiere was behind the boards too. Um, Premiere, Premiere. So yeah, they got a That's they got dope. a project coming out. Um, right. But yeah, DJ Premiere, man, one of the best ever, um, and he's still doing it today. Yeah. Um, he also had a beat on which one did he do? I think they did one or two beats on um, Illmatic, which the mm-hmm. classic album. Yeah. Um, but sure. somehow Nas roped in a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of heavy hitter producers for that. Right. Uh, as like a teenager, somehow. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'd have an order for these guys. Uh, yeah, not an order. I really want to talk about Swizzy. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I feel like he's a pure producer. Um, he's. Occasionally samples, but I mean, he's one of those that will, from start to finish, just put sounds together. Yeah. And as weird and, and funky as, as the rhythm might be, or even the, the sounds that he chooses, he makes like crazy hits. Uh, and like a lot of albums we've talked about, right? Like uh, DMX's second album, um, a, lot, <laughs> a lot of dope projects have been dope in large part thanks to like what Swiss has done for them. Like, if you look at Rough Riders, right? Yeah. And, all that. Yeah. that that was so dope what Swiss was doing with them yeah and just a different fresh sound but do you remember how they killed him who uh, Swiss? Swiss Beats for how he sounded oh for they how beats killed sounded. him yeah I mean it sounds uh, like it's, it's compared to what was coming out when he came out exactly. it was like cartoonish almost exactly right? it exactly. was like no yeah that's, that's you're exactly right reason fun, they killed him Swiss yeah, <laughs> yeah. like what, what the doing? fuck noises are these I'm supposed you know? to shoot people to this Vi- yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can't be gangster but you're bouncing how, how, see but how how lucky or like not lucky but like how fortunate uh, is Swiss to have been coming up under the mm-hmm. the the realms of like DNY of Rough Riders mm-hmm. and DMX to have DMX yeah rap over your beats right. that are video game-ish you know yeah. futuristic <laughs> you know like uh-huh. no one's using these noises right. like we said earlier Swiss is one of those producers that uh, made it okay to not have beats that were DJ Premier right you can branch out and yeah. that opens up everything. Like then you get a whole lot more flexibility. You can do whatever. That, okay, so I'm glad that you said that because Swiss was a producer that made these these songs a lot of like like D said, he, he dibbled and dabbled into sampling every once in a while. And when he would do it, they would be good. Mm-hmm. But you were kinda like surprised that Swiss <laughs> did it because Swiss uh-huh. would always be uh sample like would for the most part be sample free. Mm-hmm. Um but with doing that, his his defense would be, hey, me doing this is giving hip-hop more life because 10, 20 years from now, mm-hmm. producers can sample Rough Riders Anthem. Yeah. They can sample this. They can sample that. 
For and sure. that shit's true. Yeah. You know? And he gets paid a second time. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen, to be yeah. honest. That, Maybe I'm going to go yeah, and do that, that right that, I'm like, I'm going to stop talking about that. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's not a good idea. D, you know what? <laughs> Remind me to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, shit, like, that's bound to happen. Yeah. That's a good, that's, but, that's uh, good idea. But, yeah, Swiss, I mean, I remember I loved Swiss. Mm-hmm. Like, when he came out, that shit was so fresh and so, re- like, it was so refreshing. Yeah. Um, but I understood why people hated on him. Him, Manny Fresh, Manny, yeah. was another one because they were coming and up around the same time. Neptune's, yeah, when you Timberland. start coming with a different sound, you're like, "What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> but was, you, you also couldn't resist dancing to it. Like, yeah, even, even yeah. people who hated on on the technique were like, "Well, yeah, that's a dope DMX song. Yeah, that's a dope uh-huh. Rough Rider. Yeah. You can't hate Rough Riders anthem. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just can't. There's no yeah. way you you can." So, you know, but <laughs> but Swiss, could, I, I don't I don't think that we've heard people sample the, his records yet. Not yet. Exactly, yeah. but uh Yeah, no. I you know, like he he did give he did give them life. Uh, he did give the game life by doing that. And so did the other producers that we're going to talk about later too. Yeah. But but Swiss is great. You're right. Um so it's very unorthodox his uh, production style. You would see videos of him on IG <laughs> producing, and sometimes it's little. He's just like slamming his fingers on the right. on the buttons. It's like it's but, like a workout for him. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> yeah. I feel like the recent uh, what was that last year? Was it early last year where he battled uh, uh just Blaze? Yeah, twenty seventeen was crazy. <laughs> that that was, happened last year too. Yeah, that did happen last year. Um, wow. We're still waiting on uh Swiss versus Timberland. Timberland. Yeah. That'll be an interesting one. Nobody's but, beating Swiss, man. Nobody's beating Swiss. Swiss not in a production yeah, battle. Swiss is is more practiced in a lot of ways than a lot of these guys because he this is what he does. Like yeah, a lot of them and, do it, and you know they practice in a bedroom. But like this is what Swiss beats does. This yeah. is he lives it and breathes it daily. He does this whole art thing now too, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, but. But he's just too good at that. But but also at just live, the beats. Doing it live yeah, too. the beats are just. Like attack mode. Yeah. You know, Just Blaze didn't stand a chance. I mean, if you put. I feel like Just Blaze has a longer process for making beats. Yeah. So live battle just wasn't his thing. For sure. And and the catalog didn't. Right. It's not gonna like. Yeah, he's on, got you, great songs, but not a lot of them. Great, <laughs> so, great songs, right. but they're not. They're not gonna. Yeah, it's just. Swiss's beats were. They make you stand up and say, "Oh man!" Yeah, this makes you want to duck, <laughs> right? And cover for shelter, you know, yeah. where where the other ones you just groove into. Yeah, at one point during Not that battle, battle, I went and watched just Blaze's channel just to get his views up. Yeah, because you could see all the energy was just <laughs> on Swiss Beat side. That's just what it Swiss was. Swiss was killing. He had had that energy, killing him. And he, I feel like he's better at, at as a performer. It's just like mm-hmm. some MCs are, are better right, performing right. live. That's Some important. of them can write a dope song over a long period of time, but it's like a different thing, right? Yeah. You can be great in different kinds of ways. Swiss is really good at that live. He really is. Uh, playing it, playing, really playing the whatever the controller is like an instrument, which is he, dope. He'll he'll eat up Timbaland too. He will. Timbaland might be better um, than just, but yeah, I feel like when Darlene and I saw Jay Z is Tim is the one where he where right. Timbaland came. Mm-hmm. And it was so awkward because it was... I mean, Timbaland's dope, right? Yeah. Timbaland, we love Timbaland. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Jay-Z show, so the energy was up. Yeah. But then Jay-Z goes backstage for a minute. And Timbaland, who's been out there the whole time, just kind of like standing there, <laughs> dancing, hitting a button once yeah. in a while. But not not like... He's not DJing the show. Yeah. He's just kind of out there. So it was kind of weird. And then Jay-Z walked back. Timbaland now takes over. He plays a few beats, some Missy beats that we love, right? Yeah. And then... Some new stuff, and people start to like go get a beer and <laughs> go to go to the bathroom. Oh. It's like, and, and Tim is a legend. Same, right? We're not gonna get it twisted. Over oh here. yeah, no, and that's yeah, that's not but, to say anything away from Timbaland, but I'm saying so. It's we're just saying different Swiss in that, that situation. Good. He's really good. Yeah, at that high Swiss energy. Is that good. Yeah, right. exactly. They're both really good. Everybody yeah. we talked about is really good. And at we're not. And, and by any mean, <laughs> by by no means are we saying that Swiss is a better producer than these other no, guys not, we're talking about. Not than about. Justin. Not than than Timbaland. <clears throat> we're just saying. Yeah, that's all debatable, but a high energy performance. As far as you get that from Swiss, a beat battle. 
Uh-huh. Swiss is gonna eat m- most of these guys up. Yeah, you even got dope ad libs, like just like, <laughs> high energy. Yeah, and okay, I'm glad, I'm glad that you brought up ad libs because he is quoted in saying that he did ad libs on his records mm-hmm. because of maybe the next producer we should talk about, my boy, Puff Daddy. Talk oh, to. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Diddy, man, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. People are gonna be like, "Come on, bro, he's not producing these beats." We, I guess we gotta talk about what the word producer means and can <laughs> yeah. mean, right? Yeah, because it yeah. can mean beat maker. It can mean a Swiss beats who pushes the buttons, chooses the sounds, and tweets the compression on a snare yeah. and all that. And knows everything. Right. It can mean that. And then you <laughs> have a guy like Puff, yeah, who is, maybe has a vision and an idea and brings the sample to which I think D was going to talk talk about uh, eventually about uh, mm-hmm. production groups or duos or teams, teams yeah. and uh, which Puff had in the Hitmen right cool. and I think I yeah. yeah I think <laughs> I've uh, been quoted in saying this within the last 30 episodes <laughs> that uh, if I had to say who my, my favorite producers of all time is, is probably Puff and the Hitman. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they they ushered a sound uh, back Oof. when, you know, when I was really, really Oof. falling in love with yeah. uh, with the game. And a sound that gives you chills to this day when a song yeah. comes out, a total song comes yeah, out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, that bad boy era. Yeah, the and bad boy feel, era. You feel it today. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, uh, you know, we talked about DJ Premier, who was like the core, the essence type of New York production. Then you had, uh, and then fast forward, you have a producer like Swiss, who was 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 not doing what <laughs> DJ Premier did. You know, was non pretty much non sample based. Then you had, uh, in, and before Swiss, you had Puff and the Hitmen, who were very sample based. Mm-hmm. But to a, maybe to a lot of people, a lot of hip hop heads, to a fault. With all that loop jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, son. Uh, <laughs> to a fault where they weren't trying to find the obscure sample. They weren't trying to right. be creative. They 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 found the the most evident sample right. ever. It, but that was on purpose. It was oh, yeah. hey, you know this song we love. Yeah. Listen to it differently. It wasn't like, oh, we did this thing. Oh, you heard of this? You know, yeah. it, it wasn't like we knew the samples. Take, hi- take hits from the 80s. <laughs> right, yeah. But don't it, it sound, sound so crazy? crazy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. I mean, that's what that's what the formula and it was. It worked. You can't say it, it didn't. worked. It worked. It's amazing. You know? um, big samples. And, you know, clearly they, they paid big money to get those samples right. uh, to get those samples cleared I and should now they're say they're being resampled 20, right. 20 years later exactly <laughs> but I love it mm-hmm. you know like you hear it again and it's just it's just those you know you know you guys might disagree uh, but that's okay you know like it's all it's all uh, a matter of opinion but that was Puff and the Hitmen where uh, a lot of times Puff would bring in a sample and then the Hitmen would, would take would follow would follow suit and um, would would find big samples yeah. and sample them and make big records out of yeah, it. Yeah, and I feel like he wasn't necessarily a hands-on beat maker, though he was right. in the studio every day, right? So right. he was there, right. but he was doing what James Brown did, and you give James Brown credit for in soul and funk saying hey make the guitar go right exactly and did he did that did he be in the studio saying make it sound like this part should go and you get credit for that like that's a real thing to make the songs that they made by by doing that that's a producer just like you give james brown credit for putting that sound together because he knew in his head how great the song could sound yeah if you do this you do this you do that you do that right and he did that yeah definitely um but that was that was my my thing. Puff Puff and the Hitmen were the ones for me. Uh, and, and the Hitmen, you know, we should say uh, are Stevie J, D Dot. Uh, One of them was the Mad Rapper, right? I feel like the Mad D-Dot. Rapper D Dot was D Dot was the Mad Rapper, the yeah, producer. So he he was a producer, <laughs> uh, famous for his skits, and then eventually. Um, eventually had an album of his own. 
Oh, uh, I didn't produced know. it. Yeah, the bad rapper. Huh? <laughs> the, the album was called "Tell Him Why You Mad." <laughs> uh, man, we missed that. He yeah, must, he must be mad. We, <laughs> we missed. Yeah, I didn't miss it. Don't worry, D. Dot. You a legend. Oh man, um, I just saw him in an interview yesterday because you know it's been all these posts about Big. Um, yeah. and I just saw an interview. With, I mean, it's just like many billions of people talk about just how nice Big was. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how. Like, whatever Big had, everybody had. Like, the whole crew would go on tour if he was going on tour. Mm-hmm. Or if he was doing a show in mm-hmm. Europe, he'd fly everybody out to Europe for the show. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Big. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got to we got to Puff because we were talking about Swiss and his ad-libs. Uh, yeah. Puff was a, an influencer uh, to Swiss. So, I mean, that, that goes to show, you know, like, it... It's a generation thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Swiss took took Puff's lead with the uh, the ad libs, and uh, but yeah, Puff Puff's production game is underrated in my it opinion. <laughs> uh, him and his his group, I want to say, I don't want to say just him. Yeah, it's but, hard to uh, separate the two. But yeah, fast forward from Puff to today, we have we've talked about this a few times in in past episodes. Uh, whenever we would get a chance, uh, Youngberg, mm-hmm. aka Today he's known as Hitmaker. Um, hmm. He he's taking uh, the the puff route, the puff strategy okay. in um, producing uh, by using big and 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 evident samples. Right. You know, and uh, even even uh, using samples that Puff had used. You know, and and kind of bringing them back today. Uh, and and he's made it clear that he he is he. He calls himself uh, the 2018 version of Puff. Alright, that's not bad. Yeah, and uh, I guess him and Puff's Puff... Puff's like, no, I'm talk- the 2018 version of Puff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's probably how the conversation went. <laughs> but, but apparently, you know, they, they're in touch and, you know, he, he kind of runs ideas by Puff wow. and, you know, gets Puff's blessings, I guess. Puff, but- I don't run some ideas by you. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, just, uh, just yeah. Chat. In any case... Uh, Take some... Uh- <laughs> Whatever you want to sell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to post on Instagram. It's but, fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hitmaker is definitely following in Puff's lead uh, and, and, and making a bunch of new hits today with a bunch of new acts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out Hitmaker. Yeah, I mentioned uh, the battle last year with Swiss and Just Blaze. Yeah. And just Blaze is a different kind of sampling. Just Blaze is like one of those guys who, like Jay so Dilla and a bunch of other people, who they like to go and find samples. Yeah. Like they pride themselves on knowing what a sample is and you not knowing what, what a yeah. sample is. Dig it in the crates. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and he, he used some that were that had been popular songs before, um, but Just Blaze used sampling a lot. He was just really really good at it and he used it more as an instrument not right. so much as I'm going to take the hook yeah. <laughs> and remix the hook yeah not like the hook for this song right <laughs> yeah um, but just ways it's dope and I feel like some of my fa- like uh, Jay-Z's public service announcement is one of mm-hmm. my favorite songs ever yeah. and it still will send a club up if the people are old enough in the club <laughs> I don't want to be in that club if the club that we're at uh, does not. Look, we've seen moved. it. We have. We've we've been out and we've public service announcer comes. And half maybe a, half a quarter on a bad night, like a quarter of the crowd is like yes, yes. Yeah. Other people like yes. Yeah, so go to go to bathroom. That's fucked up. It's crazy, right? Yeah, you, like and that. then they root it for you. Well, I mean, you know, you can't remember <laughs> public service announcer, but still, I'm like yeah. I don't, Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's not and, good, and especially because if a DJ is there and playing public service announcement, they played some dope hip hop, right? Yeah. And so to get to that, and the crowd just doesn't get it. You're like, whoa. And, and you I, know, <laughs> you fucking idiots that don't get it when you hear it. If you it's just so good, listen right. and hear it. <laughs> right. The beat, even if you don't know the record, that song is supposed mm-hmm. to make you fucking move, anyways. Mm-hmm. So get off your fucking phones and listen to the damn record. And it's one of the rare times you actually hear Just Blaze's voice. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he, he, talk, <laughs> he, he talks like it for a split second. Um, but, I mean, he helped Jay-Z make a lot of money around that time. <laughs> and that, that was in the thick of it. 
where oh my gosh. Yeah. they were making some monster records. <laughs> Excuse me. And hits after this is when Jay Z is peaking and hits after hits after yeah. hits. Yeah, I um I'm glad you said that too because I I think I saw a tweet maybe that you responded to. I think it was something along the lines of like I know we're not talking about him right now, but it could be a segue of um someone saying Jay Z never needed Kanye West. Oh, and, we got, uh, yeah, we definitely got sorry. Yeah, we gonna talk about the. Yeah, I think it's a good that. segue. But yeah, no, this not, is because it's a similar thing, right? We're yeah. like, and what the line that comes to mind when you say that is Jay Z's line. Heard people saying they made him. Okay, yeah. so make another. Right, line. right, and that that's true, right? Jay Z's right, Jay Z. You can't of take Jay Z's. Of course, he's MJ, right? Of course, <laughs> of course. yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out episode 30, 30, 30, 30. 30. Check it out. Um, but yeah, it, it you you can't say what that era for Jay Z peaking would have been like without. I mean, I guess it would have been more Swiss beats. This would would have been. But yeah. I mean, Just Blaze was a big part of that. You yeah, just, just was. Yeah, of course. Guys, and let's not those songs let's not get it twisted. The same songs yeah, like Just Blaze making the production. It just yeah, wouldn't have been. Just was pretty much half of the blueprint, and you yeah. guys, you guys Huge. call. Blueprint as Jay's classic, as that was the one. That was the sound. If that was the one, <laughs> just Blaze not on there. You're getting an EP <laughs> from, right. from Jay. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> like Jay at that point was big enough to get whoever he anybody, wanted, literally anybody on the to planet. to yeah. help him finish an album. But it was the production of just and and yay mm-hmm. that carried that album yeah. sure he had bink yeah. he had timbaland on there too he had swiss yeah. on there too he had jay's always had right. like the big hitters whenever because he just kept getting bigger and bigger and better and better right. so everybody wants to work with jay it that's crazy nothing taken yeah. away from jay obviously but just blaze like like d was saying was a phenomenal producer and they paired well together they paired like, very well so together they together, sounded yeah. great um, yeah. and we're not even talking about just Blueprint because it was albums before then that they were working together mm-hmm. you know like uh, the Dynasty album yeah uh, but Dynasty came before Blueprint right yeah yeah yeah. Um, I think so but yeah ju- I mean like should we talk about that comment that someone said um, yeah yeah like um, <coughs> go ahead cause it, yeah I mean it, 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 they go together right so somebody had said yeah, yeah what you had said, and I'm like, what my response was, was Watch the Throne would have been mediocre without Kanye. Because it would have been. <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, you got... Come on, man. Jay was there for number one to to rap on half the records, and number two for the check. Right. It's been documented that the Watch the Throne tour that they went on, that we went mm-hmm. to, that was phenomenal. Right. Ye wanted to go all out with the production of the tour. Like, he wanted to do this, do right. that, you know? And as he does, yeah. As he does, because yeah. he wants to give us yeah. our money's worth, right? Yeah, or just to make this. Le- yeah, he yeah. wants to make it everything yeah. legendary goat he's, status, he's, right? He's an artist. I'm like having a hard time getting this out, but he's, he's, he's Trumpish in that way, right? Okay. Yeah, he is. He, he yeah. wants to be a performer, he wants to entertain you. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, Jay was was documented in saying, "Look, I'm just trying to get the check." <laughs> I try to catch up to be my, my, my girl. My girl, <laughs> my girl beat me on the Forbes list. I just need to shout out know. Jay. You had 900 million. You're close to a Billy. You're gonna be right. there first, probably. You know, you it's beat up Puff recently, so shout out to Jay. You're obviously, Wakanda money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, you know, with with that with that statement, uh, and this is a it's it's not like Jay needed Yay. It's not like right, Jay needed Jay or no. whatever, right? It's just facts are facts. Like yeah. you were helped by having a legend work with you on yeah. making this project, and that goes Duh. both ways. Right, you know, yeah. like it, it goes both ways today. Yeah, you know. So I mean, we, although I I do think. Kanye doing a watch, doing a, a, a project in that time when Watch the Throne came out, 
or Jay-Z doing a project in that time and Watch the Throne came out, Kanye's probably would have been would have been a better project than, than Jay-Z. Who knows? Like we don't we don't know. What what do you mean? I'm saying Jay Z benefited more from working with Kanye on that project than Kanye benefited from Jay Z working on that project. Yeah, I mean that's debatable. Especially of course, in that right? time, right? Right. Because this isn't peak Jay Z. At this time, it was kind of like, oh, I hope Jay Z still got more in the tank, right? You're right. So it was you're like, right. But at the Kanye same time, more fresh at that time, even though I would love to argue for Kanye, <laughs> I could easily say, well, uh-huh. at that time, you know, Ye did drop a uh, uh, dark fantasy, but he still looked kind of crazy in the public eye. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't so firing all cylinders Jay, either. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, but teaming up with Jay, yeah. who people like. It was great. It was a great project. And that's worked. what I'm saying. Like, without Jay, it would have been, or without Kanye, it would have been mediocre. Because it was great. Like, I loved right. uh, Watch the Throne. It right. turned out really great for right. both of them. And, and I'm glad it went the way that it did. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, people people get it fucked up when, <laughs> when they make it seem like Jay didn't need Yay. Jay was very good at capitalizing at certain moments. Right. You know, like... Like coming back on the Diamonds remix. Yeah, you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff right. like that. And, and just, he... Jay, Jay's smart. You know, mm-hmm. Jay knows how to adjust oh, with please. the time. Yeah. You hear Jay today, he's on a record called Top Off. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't expect to hear Jay Z. You're not hearing him with Future on the regular unless DJ Khaled is is gonna spearhead that one. Khaled makes those connections, man. He makes Somehow. it happen, right? If it's not for Khaled, Jay's not doing that record. Oh no, he's not. But Jay also knows. Hey, let me get on this kind of record too, so it could make me relevant to the right. kids. Who, who are rocking with this kind of shit. Yeah, because think about it. We talk about 20-year-old Jay-Z music. Like, exactly. These, these kids are yeah. 16. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Right? right. So it's Jay-Z, That's Beyonce's husband. Right? <laughs> right. That's Blue Ivy's dad. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so... Solange's um, brother-in-law. <laughs> we, might be, yeah, we might be going too far off tangent here. What we talk about? We talk about Ye, right? We talk about Ye. Well, we talk about just, and now we're talking about Ye, right? So, no, that's crazy, cause you know, mm. Ye, it worked in both in their favor, you know. Uh, yeah, and one scene that keeps coming to mind from the documentary they did with this project, cause why not, right? Um, I should watch that again, actually. But this is one scene, cause they're out being rich in Europe somewhere, somewhere in an island yeah. in England, and. Jay-Z, I feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce are out there staring at the ocean. Like I know exactly do, what you're right? talking about. And <laughs> Kanye yeah. walks out, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, <laughs> I just made three dope beats this yeah. morning. <laughs> and his eyes say, hey, y'all been staring at the ocean. <laughs> and you just see yeah, Jay-Z kind of turn around and play it off like, yeah, I've been doing whatever, whatever, right? But that scene just is this like the only scene that in like Russell Crowe in the living room. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> Russell out, Brand. Out Russell Crowe. They'd be rich. <laughs> but that just sticks out in my head. Like, in my mind, I feel like Jay, like uh, Kanye was going super hard. Like He was he, hungry. He, he was yeah, still exactly hungry. Right. He, he wanted Jay to get his like, spot okay, back after what this, happened. Right? Yeah, yeah okay, you're right. It. That right. scene is, is iconic <laughs> because, because yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. Right? Like, he, he's like, the, he pretty much looked at Jay like, man, don't little bro me. <laughs> he's like, exactly. don't look at me like that, man. Yeah, I'm working my ass off brother, over right? here. Yeah. And, you know, like, you can just look at me like, Oh, that's cool. Right, that's cool. yeah. You know, but that's Jay being Jay. <laughs> and Ye being but, Ye. But, and Ye being Ye. But, you know, Jay knew. Jay is smart, man. Like, you know, we talk about how Ye is a genius, you know, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Jay, Jay is smart, you know. Yeah. Jay knows what he's doing. And Jay knew that, you know, he had that shit in the bag, you know. He's like, let me just let me pull him some quotables here. Right. Not saying like, that he didn't being hold his easy. own. I got this. But, yeah, but, but Ye with the production... His influence, yeah. Come on, you know, come on. So, uh, I gotta watch, listen to Watch the Throne again because I feel like I skip that one sometimes because it's not like a yeah album, exactly. Yeah, right. great album, but I mean, I don't want to talk about yay and just about <laughs> uh, his affiliation oh, with Jay, but obviously, that's the biggest you know thing of his career production wise. Right, yeah, and and thinking about back even in the Just Blaze times, it was Kanye too that yeah. were kind of building that sound even before Kanye was anywhere close to 
who we know today as, as Kanye, where he was a guy who was selling beats, right? Right. Making dope beats. And I guess we could talk about Kanye just <laughs> proper as a producer, especially back then, where he, the soul sample sound. Soul samples, yep. And when he, especially a little bit after this, when Kanye was independent as Kanye and like through the wire and everything after that. Yeah. It changed the way people were making beats. Like everybody's doing the sped up soul samples. Yeah, it's like a good year or two after that. Yeah, and it is to the point where it's getting ridiculous. Like, yeah, you don't even you don't even make beats like this, dude. And you're sampling soul songs, yeah. speeding them up. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's one of those that definitely changed his his style. Had a last even after he left that style, right? Even after he stopped making beats yeah. with the soul samples because he did, right? Yeah, I mean. um, Talking about the sped up soul samples, you know, shout out Heat Makers. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. Heat Makers? Heat Makers was, uh, um, I want to say they were coming out right after the the Just and Yay phase in Rockefeller when Cameron and Dipset okay, yeah, yeah. were newly affiliated with Rockefeller, mm-hmm. and they had the Heat Makers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a lot of sped up samples. Uh, in addition to having Just and Ye produce for them as well, but um, I, I bring them up because of the, the soul samples. But Ye, you know, to his credit, Ye was known because he first came out and made a name for himself with his production with the soul samples. But every time, you know, talking about, we talk about him as an artist, as a rapper a lot on this podcast. He's done a but lot. as a producer, <laughs> he's done a lot. But. On this, uh, but as a producer, you know, we he's he's a uh, pretty much a producer first in our eyes. Uh, I think he might argue right. that and say even for himself, even if you consider him a producer for himself, you think about him as a producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but with that, he's he produces and he changes it up with every album. Not only his content, right. but his production. That's I mean, that's why. All his albums are so significant is because he he changes it up every album. So every right. album that changes, he he creates pretty much a new sound that people will adjust to. Yeah, and that, and that to builds anticipation when you hear that there's a Kanye yeah. album coming because you're like, well, what Something, is it gonna exactly, be, right? It's exactly. not like, oh man, it's not like J Cole where it's like. I know what it's gonna sound like. Where's my right? bang shots? I know. <laughs> and this is starting to sound like we don't like J. Cole, and this is as much as I had to pause before I yeah. said it. We love J. Cole, but the issue we've said, you know by now, is it's just a lot of the same thing. Kawhi and it's Lennon. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move away from it because it sounds being entertaining if we know exactly what it's gonna be. Right. And so like the anticipation of, of a, a Yay project dropping is Oh shoot! Did you hear that song? Did you hear that snippet? Like yeah. that sounds completely different from exactly what I was expecting to hear. I exactly. wonder how it's gonna be. Yeah, that's right? why I never really <laughs> rocked with the whole "I miss the old Kanye." No <laughs> <laughs> <The> old Kanye. <laughs> like I get what you guys mean for the most part. Right, you know, it was his, good. We loved right, it. Yes. Right, right, right. But we don't want old Kanye. We want <laughs> continue to push the envelope. Kanye change. Uh, the game, Kanye. If you embrace him as an artist, right. If you don't care and you just and <laughs> fuck you, what are your soul samples? That, that's that's I guess how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> but Kanye, you know, we got to give credit where it's due. You know, like he he's always just really just changing it. Apparently, uh, him and a lot of big names, um, music musically, are out in. Wyoming right now. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I wasn't expecting Wyoming yeah. at the end of that sentence. Yeah. You know, D... What do you mean? Every once in a while, when I run into D <laughs> before the podcast, he'll ask me, any news on Kanye? Right? And I'll try to keep <laughs> yeah. updated because he knows that I don't know. So thirsty. And Fiend. this one, I <laughs> left this out. <laughs> well, not really on purpose, just because I, I right. did see this recently, like this morning. Uh, what? But, <laughs> but he has been out with the crew... Uh, in Wyoming, are there studios? In, uh, I'm there. sorry. What, shout out Wyoming. If you are going to studios, <laughs> if there isn't say any it. studios, <laughs> Ye has made one out there. And not yeah. only is that the case, he also has dyed. His, I don't know if this helps any. Right. But he's also dyed his hair pink. See, that could mean a lot of things, though. So it's a yay op- yeah, update. Right? But more importantly, mm. uh, King Louis is out there. 
Oh. Uh, yeah. Chicago rapper. Right. Um, signed to Good Music. Yeah. Or is he signed to Good Music or is he signed to OVO? I forget. OVO? No, really? I, he might be signed to Drake's label. Wow, I didn't. If know I last that. remember, but he is heavily affiliated with Ye. He's done songs with Ye, obviously King on Yeezus. This shot, right? Yeah. Um, the Dream is out there. <laughs> One of my favorites. Wow. The Dream is out there. They're working. I hope it's a Kanye thing. I hope it's a Kanye thing too. I think it is. To be mm-hmm. that honest. So that's that's your 2018 update. A weekend brings Belly out there. We're <laughs> <laughs> Ka- Belly and Kanye on the track. Right? Kanye is out there. He's working. Hopefully for new music for this year. Hopefully that pink hair is a good sign. Yeah. And it's not like <laughs> just weird to be weird. <laughs> he does that sometimes. He does. He's talented enough though. Even when he's weird to be weird, you get some dope songs out of mm-hmm. it. So that's okay. So we'll see. <laughs> But I mean, shout out Ye, one of my favorite producers ever, if yeah. not my favorite. Um, producer that I feel like don't get taught another production group that doesn't get talked about much, um, and it's because we weren't ready for we hip hop wasn't ready for didn't know the South would be what it was, but like Outkast's early albums and Goody Mob's first two albums, I guess. Um, were produced by a production team, much the same that Bad Boy had like a, just a stable of, yeah. of producers yeah. that worked together. Organized. Um, but Dun- yeah, Organized Noise and, and Dungeon right. Family right. all together. Um, but Organized Noise is a production right. company. Right. Uh, or the uh, a team. Yeah. And they just made just crazy good stuff. I mean, it was good Classic rap music, stuff. right? Yeah. And it was different. <laughs> it wasn't like country but i mean it just, it was different it was different from what hip hop was hearing at the time and they had those influences and so you had like um Erica Badu also like that they would bring her in and it just blended so well because they had that like it was a warm sound right um but it was like kind of a southern a different kind of a southern sound that wasn't like I think when you think Southern and Atlanta, you think Lil Jon, right? <laughs> it's like that sound, but it wasn't yeah. that. It was right. like, I guess in between, but not not in that direction. But it was more Erica Badu, but still like rap music. Yeah. Um, if you ever listen to like early Outkast songs or, or Goody Mob's first album, you should check those out. Yeah. Um, but that was like organized noise, and it yeah. was so good. Would you say, um, and just because? My knowledge of it isn't the greatest, but mm-hmm. would you would you say that a lot of organized noise is production that they're because uh, you're right, it, it it did have this southern feel. Yeah, and it was okay to be slower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it just sounded different. But would you say that they were n- more sample free, or were they sample based as well, or a little bit of both? They didn't. They didn't rely on samples a lot. Right. Um. Okay. Yeah, no, as I, like, scroll through songs, there aren't many samples at all. Okay. Well, that's um, great for them, obviously. Yeah, and I don't know if that was, like, L.A. Reid, who they worked a lot with early on, Outkast worked LaFace, a lot with right? being, being, like, cheap, yeah. or if that was, like, <laughs> they, that's just their style. But yeah. I think it's just their style. It's, it like, style. it's Swiss Beat style, right? It's just, they like to build it from the ground up and, and make those... Oh, that's great for the label. They can make those sounds, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Probably help them be really successful, especially when you sign Definitely. to like seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> That's dope. But I mean, you, you had to see their talents. Like, yeah, see a Nas at seventeen, you're like, oh, right, this right. kid's good. Right. <laughs> you're another kid. Yeah, that's great that you brought them up because they do get overlooked. Yeah, and I mean, they think just about amazing it, production on those albums. Yeah, if it wasn't like for them, track. you know, like how far would we? I mean, right. you think about it like this. It might be extreme to say this, but I I think it's it's a value where if if they're not accepted, mm-hmm. and today's rap music, Atlanta still runs the game today. Oh, yeah. So like twenty years ago, if that wasn't. I mean, it's all popular. about mm-hmm. doors being broken into. It's right, like right, when right. it's like when Kanye always brings up a. Uh, Michael Jackson being able his videos being able to be on MTV yeah. had that never happened, right? We might not have ever seen the videos that we, you know, what I'm saying like right, right, so, right. yeah, you know. And shit. if Outkast didn't show up in the award show and say the South got something to say, exactly, <laughs> who knows For how real. it would have been received? For real. 
after that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, shit. And then Chicago and West Coast and, and everywhere else, everywhere exactly. <laughs> after that, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have happened eventually, just I'm sure that spurred it along. It, yeah. In terms yeah. of it, people yeah. say, oh, so South got something to say? I hear you. I, <laughs> yeah. I feel you. For sure. So, like, yeah. Just little John guy. Shout out. Organized <laughs> noise, for sure. Yeah. Um, classic records. It's not just some songs that they put out. Man. You know, they put out classic material. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. I was talking to somebody about this uh, Friday where, and I think some rappers get credit for this, but producers making songs, or at least making beats that make hit songs, it's a, it's a talent to get people to love and want to hear the same song for like 50 times every day. Like, that's an amazing talent. Right. <laughs> like, that's impressive. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've made beats in the past. And, like, it's yeah. a hard thing to do. You can make a hundred beats and, like, four of them will be like, oh, this is good, right? Like, this is really yeah. good. Because then yeah. you can put drum patterns together and you get ideas and, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Right. But, like, it's just such an impressive thing, especially when you line up a catalog like these guys we've mentioned where you have a talent to make beats that people want to hear for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an impressive thing. Definitely. And regardless of how simple or how complicated it is, too, because some of them are super duper simple to yeah. the point where you're like, oh, I could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go to a museum and the painting's like just all red with a white stripe. You're like, well, I could have done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, it's a talent to do what they do. Yeah. But you um, didn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Like another hope. <laughs> Um, but another production team we haven't talked much about is the Neptunes. We talked briefly about oh, them. Yeah. Um, but they're huge, and I feel like uh, Pharrell is much more known than Chad, Chad Hugo, Hugo is, right? Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, what they did together from like Nori to Jay Z to like uh, the clips. Yeah, all the crazy like classics they've been involved with is 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 amazing. Yeah, um, we we definitely like we didn't talk about them yet until right now, obviously. But we we you guys definitely know if you guys have been following us, you guys definitely know that the Neptunes is uh yeah one of our favorites. They come up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> they come up a lot. You guys know Nerd is a uh, Neptunes. Uh, yeah, related, from, obviously. From Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we love the Neptunes. We love Pharrell. We love Chad Hugo. Uh, yeah, the, the Neptunes is a, a duo production duo. Um, one of the things that I heard uh, Pharrell say one time in terms of like the process that I thought was interesting, having like made beats, was he said sometimes he'd like put together a beat. And on some beats, what Chad Hugo did for him that made it way better was telling him which elements to take out. Okay. And I feel like we've done this, too. We're like, yeah. I made a beat and I send you a beat. And you're like, yeah. how would it sound if <laughs> we had such and such, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's an important part of it. I feel like it that's is. one of the reasons that sometimes production teams can work really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Is you have multiple ears checking it out. And it's exactly. not just... Because sometimes when you make a beat, it just gets stuck in you your own head. You convince yourself, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then you're like, it's nice to, to have that real-time feedback as you're making yeah. it, which and, is cool. And that goes back to talking about Puff. You know, it's just right. having the the ear, And to hear a finished product before yeah. it gets there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and hear how to get there. That's that's awesome. Um, I've heard that goes go both ways because Chad... I've heard stories that Chad would do the bulk of producing something mm. and Pharrell would put his touches on it. So I'm sure that goes both yeah. ways because they're both Works super talented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super talented and smart guys. Mm-hmm. But that makes me think of um, Kanye again as well <laughs> with uh, Rick Rubin who oh, is a legendary right. producer as well. Another producer in the Diddy sense. Yeah. Right? He puts uh, songs yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. He puts songs together. Um, yay... I guess was for a long time known to not to, to talk too much more about Ye, but um, he, he was known for a long time to kind of overproduce, mm. like put a lot into it. And that. then he'd go to Rick Rubin and Rick Rubin will strip it all right, down and right. be like, let's go with this minimalistic approach. Right. Very simple, you know, this and that. And I guess, you know, you guys will see a lot of that when you guys listen to Yeezus, mm. you know, apparently Ye brought a lot of, uh, music to to Rick Rubin uh, for Yeezus and and Rick Rubin helped him kind of 
strip it down to like a bare mm-hmm. minimum to, to what it is today. So whether you guys like it or not, yeah. uh, Rick Rubin had a lot to, to do with that album. But yeah, yeah. with the Neptunes, uh, that's interesting to hear. Um, but I'm sure it goes both ways. But yeah. great production duo. They came out in a time when... You know that that futuristic sound was getting more and more accepted. I want right, to say, right? Uh, because well, yeah, we're ready Swiss for the Neptunes by the time we Manny get the Neptunes. Fra- yeah, yeah. Uh, but they took it to another level with their own sound. You know, and they they went all over with it. You know, they they hit mm-hmm. all across the board. They got every single artist possible. They got from yeah, Jay Z to Snoop Dogg. They always had a Dog super to, wide range because you go from Noriega to pop stars. To <laughs> like, yeah, yeah right? Britney Spears, like, Justin right. Timberlake. Yeah. That's impressive because they they have super range. They're some of the best. They, they gotta be. I mean, come on, like they yeah yeah they went from like hardcore. They could go from hardcore <laughs> rap artists to to like I'm not going Mickey to Mouse that show Club. because. <laughs> Pat you down, but somebody still got it with a Glock. So I'm not going to that show. All yeah. the way to like all yeah, ages. To Disney. Britney Spears concert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like, we gotta give credit where it's due, man. Like Pharrell, Chad Hugo. Pharrell does get the bulk of the credit, he but does, you know, yeah. we're not gonna forget you, Chad. Not on this episode. He's, yeah, he's out there <laughs> doing things more. And also yeah. like would rap on, on, on tracks too. I do so. I do wanna say that um I think for a, a, a certain uh, period. Chad had 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 kind of put a pause on the music. Oh, okay. And I think Pharrell was kind of on his on his own. But I think that during that time, Pharrell was just doing features. You know, maybe his production wasn't the same. He stayed paid through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's fine. Through all that, he's yeah. fine. <laughs> he's fine. Um, but That's impressive. Yeah, you know, he is back, and they just released the uh, that new NERD project. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Neptunes. Um, yeah, and they had Happy, the which is super crazy, like Big global record, phenomenon. Yeah. A couple years ago, yeah, a few years ago. Big record. I love that album by Pharrell. I don't think, I don't think Chad had much to do with that project, but uh, Girl by Pharrell. Oh yeah, one of, yeah, yeah. one of the more underrated albums projects to me. I think I even said something like that. That project is up there for me as far as like comparing it to In Search of, which was okay. one of my uh, Castaway right, right. Uh, albums. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Neptunes, one of the better production duos ever. Yeah, um, and there are a lot more producers we haven't talked about. One, one I wanted to talk about was um, Manny Fresh, because um, we got like uh, the Hot Boys. And Lil Wayne, and it, we've talked about, I think on, on 31 also we talked about, or episode 30, we talked about all Lil Wayne's children, right? Like, we've talked a yep. few times about how the fact that Lil Wayne's career spawned many other careers. Yep. And I feel like Manny Fresh, uh, he didn't only make beats for those guys, but, like, Manny Fresh had a, a big part to do with early Lil Wayne's success, like some of the dope uh, <laughs> juvenile tracks that we liked, like... Yeah, a lot of dope production for a lot of dope people that ended up influencing a lot of other people after that. Definitely, um, and he's dope. Manny, yeah. Manny Fresh is Manny Fresh is dope. Um, Manny Fresh, you know, he he came up around the same time. His his come up was around like pretty much the same time as Swiss, you know. And then you know, if you guys listening now are like, well, damn, Swiss is relevant yeah, you today. How long you forget. You, you you wonder, well, what happened to Manny then? You know, because Manny sure. came up at the same time. I think Swiss was just able to kind of I don't want to say finagle, but he his sound was able to to move for other people too. Mm-hmm. Like he was able. Swiss not only worked with Rough Riders, but he was able to work with Jay. Right. I mean, if you were able to work with Jay, period, you're <laughs> set. You're right. Yeah. You're good. You know, because that's gonna open doors for everyone right. else. So it's top tier. So you're like everybody else wants to work with exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. He had a song for Volume Three. I think it was Things That You Do. I think the song is called, um, which was a J record, Volume Three. Like I said, that featured Mariah Carey. Mm. That's gonna open the door. Yeah. Mariah's gonna be like, "Oh, hey, Swiss. You right. know, like yeah. that was a good catchy song. Let's do something together." Right. So if of course, like now it's like also about, being married to Alicia Keys for the past few years, yeah, you know. So right. like we we said that the Neptunes were able to do a record for Noriega and then do a, <laughs> a record for Britney Spears, right. you know, two ends of the spectrum, 
Swiss was damn near doing that too before the Neptunes got to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Manny. I feel like Manny a lot Fresh. of people outside of hip hop never really appreciated Manny Fresh. Like you they just didn't. didn't. You don't know they Manny didn't. Fresh's name. But right? maybe that's to some credit to Manny. Maybe he wanted to just be in house for that's cash true. money. Could be. Maybe I not. Could, I could see that. Yeah. Because it but, seems like uh, Birdman has a lock on people. Ooh. Like, it seems ooh, like. Yeah. Yeah, we can't forget that. Just locks did, people down. It just my mind. Like, yeah, he's just... Brett Man's like... He might have just said no. <laughs> doing the, I'm doing the hand rub, guys. You guys can't see it, but rub he's like... Rub together like Birdman. <laughs> he's like, hey, playboy. <laughs> yeah. That's the in-house, you yeah. dig? Um, that was a bad uh, Birdman. <laughs> but... um. I mean that's possible, but be, but Manny yeah. Fresh didn't get to really branch out mm-hmm. the way Swiss did, but they did come up around the same time. But I'm glad we're talking about Manny Fresh because he has some great material. It's you know, so good. if you ever want to check out some Manny Fresh, I always go back to. Uh, I mean, you could, there's there's countless albums, but you could always for me you could always go back to Guerrilla Warfare by the Hot Boys, which was yeah. the um, Cash Money group. It was Wayne, Juvenile, Turk, BG. It was those four. Um, And then eventually, you know, uh, Manny Fresh was a part of uh, Big Timers, which was him and uh, Birdman. Right. You know, they had had the run of their own. They They almost didn't have to go outside of Cash Money because they had groups upon groups of their own own roster, you know. When you got Lil Wayne on the roster, you're You're nonstop working, you know, so... Uh, either way, Manny Fresh is good, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about him because he he, you know, coming from uh, the South as well, you know, they uh, they made a sound of their own as well. So yeah. legendary. Third time producers, we might do a part two. That's <laughs> up. I mean, there there's just a lot we just haven't talked about. Oh yeah, there's so many more. Um, so if this is where we're ending it, obviously. We gotta talk about Timbaland. Yeah. We gotta talk about Q Tip. We gotta talk about oh, RZA. We gotta talk about Jay Dilla. We gotta talk about Dr. Dre. Yeah, and you also know? we were saying before we start recording, we'll probably do a rapper producer episode. Yeah, because, yeah, we'll switch I mean, it up. How could we? We've gotten to this point. We haven't mentioned Dr. Dre till now. Yeah. So right, right. No, we'll do. Yeah, we'll no, do we some uh, for their rapper producer. Category. We'll do some rapper producer combos. Um. But yeah. there, there's so many, obviously. I mean, it's and, such a uh, big... It's almost like a, a background, and it, it's kind of what it is, right? But it, because they make beats, it's like they kind of fall to the background by default. And you end up talking about whoever did the song, whoever rapped on the song. So it's... Yeah. Producers have been over... We know they're there. We know somebody's making the beats. We know we love the beats. No right? idea. And people pick their stereo system based on the beats these people Havoc. make. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, for sure. It's a big part of it. Got to give it the car just, test, the whip, yeah, right. the whip test, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... Don't often get get the producers their shine. Yeah, producers are very important to the game. Yeah. We appreciate you, producers. Because it used to be DJ um, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Not so. Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Right. <laughs> exactly. I thought of that right? earlier, yeah. Yeah. It was DJ it was first, the you know? Yeah, yeah, it was it the was, beats. It was and the it still is the beats, but, right. you know, we kind of just championed the, the artist, right. but... I mean, without without these producers, some of these these artists would be kind of lost. So, right. uh, in any case, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in any case, uh, we'll definitely have to do another episode like this. Um, you know, throughout this episode, shout out shout out Los, uh, one of our uh, common listeners, producer as well, DJ as well. Oh, uh, he probably would have been a, a, a good a good person to chime in on this. Right I'm sure he'll hear this and be like. Yo, why didn't you have me on this episode? Uh, uh, Pablo, shut up, PGs. He's easy because he makes beats also. I'm yeah, sure he's gonna be okay. like, yo. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, chime in. XYZ. Chime yeah. in, man. Like, we, you know, hit us up on Twitter. You guys specifically and everyone else, you know. Uh, hit us For up real. on Twitter at RMTTY Podcast. Again, that's at RMTTY Podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know who we need to talk about next. This is obviously part one of this episode, but um, yeah, let us know uh, what you think about what we said. Um, yeah, and then everyone else, you know, hit us up. Let us know, and uh, you know, this this episode will go up tomorrow, which is right now for you listening. <laughs> when 
name is. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash remind me to tell you every other Monday uh, for the last 31 episodes. Consistency, son. You dig? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, um, our Instagram is at remind me to tell you. Again, our SoundCloud is SoundCloud.com slash remind me to tell you. Word. Check us out. Uh, 31 episodes in. And we're going to keep going and going and going. And going. Yeah. And shout out to Black Panther making a Billy. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yeah. A Billy. A Billy. Guy's so, not fucking with that, man. I was about to be there, too. And then they're going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. What about take that, take that. Take that. Take that. But yeah, Black yeah. Panther, man. Phenomenal movie. You haven't seen it. Go watch it three Word. times. Yeah. Uh, but That's again. <laughs> I go by the name of MTZ. And I'm Dimitri. And this is. Remind me to tell you. 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 I go by the name I'm of Pharrell. From the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know. I'm your pusher. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it whip on whip, it's off the hard, I'm the...